Blog Talk Radio. He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. Bless his name. He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. He's a wonder in my soul. Bless his name. My soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. Bless his name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth. Worldwide ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome all listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. And we want to welcome the new listener from all around the world that comes and to listen to the ministry. So we just thank God for you. We do hope and pray that you will follow this ministry here on Block Talk Radio and also on Facebook, Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. I am your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice in it. We are still alive, and we're still here, and we ought to thank God. That's something to give him a praise. I don't know about you, but I will keep a praise in his in my mouth for the Lord. And we need to keep a praise for the Lord because he's worthy of all of our praise. Let the saints of God praise his holy name for he is worthy of all of our praise. If you need prayer, you can press the one um, and I will call you in for prayer. But if you... um, somehow come back in the archive and you need prayer, you can just inbox me there on Voice of Truth and leave your prayer request there, amen, and I will lift you and your family up in prayer, amen. Voice of Truth will be celebrating 10 years of ministry next Sunday, amen, and we want you to be a part of that, so come and join us and be a part of the service next Sunday. Sunday, amen, 10 years of doing the work of ministry to God be all of the glory, amen, so be a part of that, mark that down on your calendar and lock it in on your phone, amen, to God be the glory. I don't see anybody's hand raised, but again, if you do have prayer and you didn't raise your hand, you can uh, inbox me there on Facebook, amen. Feel my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord, come and quench this thirst in my soul. Breath from heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench thirsting in my soul. Breath from heaven. Feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup. Fill it up and make me whole. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come as humble as we know how, O oh Father. O oh Father, we come together on one accord to hear a word from the Lord. O oh Father God, we pray that you will fill our cups 
Whatever we need, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, you know what we need and how much we need of it, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, God, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will bless every person under the sound of my voice. Bless their homes right now, God. Bless their ministries, oh, God. Keep them alive, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, God, we thank you right now for your word, oh, God, and your message, oh, God. Oh, Father, let us not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer of your word, oh, God. Let them receive the word, oh, God, from the Lord. And we thank you, God, that it is a word from the Lord. And, Lord, we thank you right now, God. We ask you to fill our cups, oh, God, with the needs. Whatever we have a need of, God, we ask you to fill our need, oh, God. Whatever our heart is thirsting for, oh, God, we ask you to Fill our cup, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We ask you to send us bread from heaven right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Give us our daily bread, God, and keep us from all evil, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Oh, Father God, let thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven in our lives right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we know that you are able to supply every need, oh God, and we just lift up our cup, just lift up your cup to him. Lift up your praise to him. Lift up your worship to him, and he will fill your cup. So, Lord, we thank you right now, Lord, for filling our cups, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, don't let us get discouraged. Don't let us give up, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Don't let us throw in the towels, oh God, in the name of Jesus. For thou art in the midst of us. The Lord thy God is in the midst of us, and we shall reign because he reigns within us. So, Lord, give that hope, that faith that we need to carry on, God. Hold our hands, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, we ask you to come down and see about us right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you right now for filling our cup, oh God. We thank you right God, right now, God, that we don't lack for no good thing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we ask you to give peace in our home, peace over Israel and Jerusalem, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Peace, O oh Father, in the home of your sons and your daughters, O oh God. Peace within your godly marriages, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. O oh God, we come against every spirit of division that's trying to operate in the godly marriages right now, God, and we cast it to the pit where it came from in the name of Jesus. O oh God, we thank you right now, O oh God, for your loving kindness towards us, O oh us, oh God, which is great. And we thank you, God, for your mercies that are new every day, oh God. Oh God, let us know in our mind, body, soul, and spirit that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh God, we thank you for the morning. Oh God, we thank you right now that we don't have to worry about a thing because our God owns everything and everything that we need is in the name of Jesus. Father, you said in the word of God, if we ask for anything in prayer and we believe it, then it shall be so. So, Lord, we thank you that it's already done, that every cup is filled under the sound of my voice, that they will lack for no good thing, oh, God. Oh, God, we thank you that you're able to supply every need for your people, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you right now that the enemy has no room, and we will not give him no room to move, even now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we come against the enemy by the blood of the Lamb of God. And, Lord, we thank you right now that our enemies are defeated. We thank you right now, God, that you're able to do all things with fellows, for thou art our shepherd and our present help. And we give you all praise, Lord. Help us to look unto the hill which cometh thy help, O God. And it cometh from you, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Help us to stay focused in the last and evil days. Help us to stay focused on the author and the finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, it is so, and it is done in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. To God be all of the glory. Ain't nobody like Jesus. Can't nobody do it. Do you like Jesus can? He's a mighty, mighty, mighty God. He's a king. King of king and Lord of lords. 
Jesus is Lord. Amen. To God be the glory. The message today will come from Mark, Mark the sixth chapter. Amen. Mark the sixth chapter. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number one. And the word of God reads, and he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him was astonished, saying, From, him, from when had, have his, this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hand? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and the sides and Judas, and and are not his sister here with us? And they were offended at him. And Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among him, excuse me, among his own kind and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hand upon a, a few sick folks and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went around about the village teaching. Amen. Thank God for his word. The title of the message today is They Won't Believe. Here Jesus was doing the work of the ministry. He was doing his work, and he was doing a great work. He was laying his hand on the sick. He was casting out devils. He was preaching God's holy word. People were being healed, delivered, set free. The lame was walking. The blind eyes was blind eyes were open. People were healed from various sickness and diseases spirit of infirmities, people were delivered and set free. So as Jesus was doing his work, at the, and the word tells us, he, and in other words, he came to his hometown, and he was in his own country, and he was among his own people. He was among his own kind. He was among his family. He was among his own household, and they did not believe. They did not believe who he was. They wouldn't believe who he was. And we know that by the word of God, they said, is this is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James? And he goes on to name the other the siblings. And and, and don't they, don't the sister live among us? Aren't they here? This just Jesus. And you know, it, it, it's just Jesus. Who, who in other words, who do he think he is? He just Jesus. Who do he think he is? He ain't no prophet. He ain't no power. He, he ain't none of those things. He ain't no evangelist. He ain't none of those things. They wouldn't believe. And the Bible said because of their unbelief that Jesus himself was just really surprised and marveled that they had no belief. And even though he was doing a mighty work, and people were being healed and delivered, and he was preaching the truth of the word, they still did not believe. So many people around us that are doing the work of ministry, or you say I'm called and I'm chosen, I'm a servant of God. And and you may not be a prophet, but, you know, the scripture says here, a prophet is not without honor. And so, in other words, they dishonored him. They didn't accept him. They rejected him as a prophet. They rejected his work. They rejected his ministry. They rejected everything about him, even though he was the son of God and he was doing the work of ministry because they could not see past the fact that he was 
Mary was his mother, Joseph was his father, and all of the other siblings, um, and they lived in the same neighborhood. So that lets us know that even though when we are doing work and we are called to do the work of ministry and we're chosen servants of God, people won't believe. They will dishonor you. They will disrespect you. They will reject your ministry. They will show stones at you, and they will tell you who you're not. They will not believe. They won't believe that God has chosen you. They won't believe in your ministry. They won't believe that you are called to do whatever you're called in ministry because they didn't believe in Jesus' ministry. They did not believe in Jesus' ministry. They they rejected his ministry in Nazareth. That was his hometown. He was in his in his own town, and the people did not receive him, and they won't receive you. I can say about me and my own testimony. When God chose me, and I'm just a servant of God, I ain't saying I'm a prophet either. I'm saying that I am chosen by God, and I am a servant of God. But when I came into ministry over 10 years ago, my ministry was rejected, and it's still rejected today. Family members still do not believe and don't follow the ministry, don't do anything with the ministry at all. I was in religious organizations that refused to help me in ministry. My ministry was rejected. It was almost like it had been blackballed. I just started ministry. I tell y'all the truth. I knew nothing about them ministry side of I grew up in the church and as I always say I was a church goer, I was on the church row and all those things, but I did not know anything about ministry. So when God called me to ministry, I was rejected. They would not believe until this day they do not believe that God has chosen me. Say God called, but she can't preach. She ain't she ain't got no ministry. What, what kind of ministry that is? because they don't have a church of brick and mortar. It's the ministry that God has given unto me. And I have to do what God said to do. I can't help who don't believe. You know, just like Jesus, they rejected Jesus' ministry. That's why Jesus said, you know, a prophet, and he was a prophet. He was all that. And he was a, a prophet, apostle, evangelist, all of that. He was the son of God. And they rejected the work of his ministry, rejected him. And there will always be somebody around you that will reject your ministry because they'll always try to take to who you used to be when you're not that person anymore because they're trying to stop the work of God. But Jesus kept on doing the work even though they didn't believe. They had so much unbelief that Jesus couldn't do many miracles in that time. And he was performing miracles all through the land. But he couldn't do it in his hometown because they still saw him as Mary and Joseph's son, that carpenter. They did not see him who he was and who he was called to be. And there will be people around you and around me that will not believe who you are and who you are called to be. As a matter of fact, they will even fight your ministry. They will come against your ministry. They will lie on you. They will do many things against you when you're doing the true work of God and you're doing the work. And I want to encourage you to keep doing the work of God. Don't get discouraged in it. And keep doing the work because there will always be somebody that will try to stand up against your ministry and who you are in God. But you have to keep on going. And you have to keep on doing the work just as Jesus did. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, really whether you're a prophet or whether you got prophetess on your name. You know, prophets are the mouthpiece of God. And prophetess are the mouthpiece of God. And God still have prophets today. And when God sends you a prophet in your life, you need to receive that prophet. You need to receive that prophetess. You need to receive the word from the prophet. Prophet or the prophetess. Because they are 
the mouthpiece of God. And they still do exist today, even though a lot of times you don't see the fivefold ministry in the church anymore. Uh, prophets are very important in the lives of God's people. They bring forth healing. They bring forth deliverance and many things. Uh, and they bring warnings and many other things. And when Jesus came, he was bringing forth healing. He was bringing forth the truth. He was bringing forth the word. And so when you reject the person, and honestly, truly, when you reject the prophet, when you reject um, God's servants or his leaders in his kingdom, those he have chosen to sit to preach the word because they can't preach it if they hadn't been sent. How can they preach a word to you if they have not been sent by God? Jesus was sent, and he was sent to do a work. So when God sends his man or woman of God unto you, and you dishonor them, and you disobey them, and you disrespect them, God is not pleased with that. If you do not believe in a ministry, or you don't believe that he or she is a prophet or a prophetess or evangelist or teacher or pastor or teacher, whatever they're called to do for God, I would say put your mouth on God's prophet or prophetess. Because the Bible tells us, in the song I think is 105 and 15, saying unto us to this day, touch not God's anointed. And do his prophet no harm. If thou do not believe, walk away. Do not touch God's anointed. And do his prophet no harm. Don't do it. Do not do it. You know, I can say for me, when I started in ministry, I was discouraged so much. Um, in ministry um, because of so much unbelief. It was such a battle of trying to do the work of God. And I was like just, I was like, Lord, who is going to help me? And I was in, I was in some big organization. When I said some, some big religious organization, but what I learned is they don't know the true spirit of God. So when people don't know Jesus for real and don't know his spirit, when the true spirit of God comes, they don't know it. God, because see, I was older when I came in ministry. God called me in the latter part of the year, of years of my life into ministry. And so I knew nothing of ministry. And so when I did my initial sermon, all that kind of thing, and I, they didn't license me, nobody gave me no reason. I didn't know. The street committee had to ask me. They said, the street committee came to me and said, why they didn't license you? I said, I don't know. And I'm just being real with you. Can I be real with you? Be transparent with you? Because I didn't know. I knew nothing of that side of ministry. The elder didn't show up. The women of God that was in the ministry, they didn't, they didn't show up. Nobody came. So a few folks came. And some came to see. Some didn't believe that I had been called by God. And But it's okay. I have grown a whole lot in 10 years. And I want to say that it don't matter what people think about you nor your ministry when God has chosen you and sent you to do a great work. He will finish the work in you. They won't believe in who you are in God. They will still see you as whoever they see you as. They will still see you as that person. They will not receive you. That's why you see a lot of times, you see a lot of prophets, true prophets of God. And prophetess, God will move them out of that region. And he will put them in another land because in the land where they are, in their hometown, their own kids, in, the, in their own house, that means husbands that won't believe in your ministry. Wives that don't believe in your husband's ministry. Come on, y'all. We got to get it right. They won't believe. You, won't, you don't want to be in a place where people don't really believe in your ministry. 
Do you want a man, a God that believes in your work of your ministry to help you fulfill it? You want a woman in your life that will believe in your ministry and help you fulfill the work of your ministry. You don't need all that all that static and all that division. Who's trying to pull you away from the truth? You know, I, I had to pray to God to ask who would help me because I saw it. And I'm like, Lord, okay, not, they, 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 these religious people are not going to help me. And, you know, and when Jesus was doing the work of ministry, he was attacked more by religious leaders than he was anybody else. The religious leaders always came against Jesus. They rejected his ministry. They didn't want nobody to believe in what Jesus was doing because they were so afraid they were going to lose a nickel or a dime coming in their church house or in their synagogue because he was preaching the truth and people were getting healed and people were getting delivered and set free. They won't believe. And it doesn't matter what you do or what you're trying to do. Don't try to please them because they still won't believe. The first thing they're going to say, I knew he wasn't who he said he was. I knew she wasn't who she said she was. Watch, don't you lose your witness, as my pastor said. Don't you lose your witness. Because if you lose your witness, oh, they're going to show enough talk about you then. They won't believe. And you're going to have to walk away many times. And people are going to attack you. You'll get attacked spiritually, and you'll get attacked in the spirit. And you'll get attacked physically. Because people will come against your ministry. They'll come against you, not because of you, but because of the spirit of God in you and who you are called to be. They won't believe. So you don't have to try to prove yourself to them because they still won't believe. And all the time, that is one of the things we try to do. We try to prove who we are in God. We don't have to do that because God will do that himself. He will prove your ministry. Jesus was the son of God. And they would not believe who he was. And even though, and the thing that got me is that they didn't even believe the word. It's all the word. How do you not believe when you see the work? They saw him working. They saw him doing the work, but yet they did not believe. And Jesus was a powerful man of God performing miracles. He had great wisdom, and he had the power to do all the work that he was doing. He was glorifying God's name. But they got offended, and they refused to believe. They refused to believe that Jesus was the son of God. They believed it even to, until his death. They did not believe. And his ministry demonstrated the power of God. They just won't believe. And and that's to let us know that even in our own hometown, they won't believe. They won't follow your ministry. They won't support your ministry. And some may never believe. And then at least you're trying to make them believe because they won't believe. They will reject your ministry, family. Husband and wife would do it. Friends, so-called friends, church folks, religious leaders, neighbors, co-workers. But you don't stop doing the work because they have rejected your ministry. You keep doing the work. You keep doing the work for God. And you keep doing what God is calling you to do. And don't you worry about it because, see, God is the one that has given you the ministry. It's not man. It's not man that gave it to you, so don't worry about what they think. Don't try to please them. You please God. And so when God is doing a great work in our life and doing a great work in ministry through us, 
because it's by his spirit that we do the work. Don't worry about them that don't believe. And, you know, and they will come at you. Don't argue with people about uh, scripture. I have had people to try to argue with scripture, and I'm like, I, ain't, I don't have time for this. I ain't got time to argue with you about no scripture. You know, be focused on just doing your work. And don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about the haters. Don't worry about those things because they won't believe no matter what you do. They won't believe. And that's why the Bible tells us a man's soul shall be they of his own house, household. In your own household shall your enemy be. When ministers. And I heard so many different pastors talk about that. Because sometimes, you know, when they first start off in ministry, the, the, the husband might not be called a minister or the wife may not be called a ministry. And then as soon as God called them, then, of course, you got the wife that don't believe. Oh, he wasn't a minister. He wasn't a pastor when I married him. And, uh, stop the foolishness. Same with women. I don't believe in women preachers. God ain't called no woman. That ain't no truth. Yeah, get it right. God can call whoever he wants to call to do the work of his ministry. And we reject women ministries. And in the church house today, in religious houses, it's nothing but women and children that support the ministry. It is women. God uses women. The women ministry are rejected because they won't believe that God has called women to preach. Well, if God has called a man to preach, he can call a woman to preach because it is his spirit that preaches the word of God through the man or the woman. But women ministry are rejected. They've been on the back burner a long time, but God said that's enough of that. That's going to stop God's going to do a great amount of work to women. You can mark it down. They reject women ministry. But you know, they rejected Jesus. They reject prophets every day. I remember one time I was in a church. And the first thing they said, well, she says she's a prophet. What you want on the program? I said, put on that who she says she is. We can't call her no more than what God has called her. We have to call them who they say they are. And then in that case, when we really look at it, you know, you have to respect people in their respectable places in ministry. So it's not up to me to judge who God has called. It's not up to me. He knows who he wants to do his work. And if I don't believe, then I don't have to stay under that ministry. I don't have to just disrespect that leader, honor that leader, if I don't believe in that leader. And if I'm going to disrespect them, it's better for me to walk away. So we don't want God, to, we don't want to be on our angry God. We don't want God angry at us, and we don't want him to fool us. My mama would say that God, God my, mama, my mama would say, God can whoop you better than anybody. So it's not good to put your mouth on a prophet or a prophetess or any of God's leaders that he has chosen to do a work. Stop coming against God's ministry. Don't do it. I've seen somebody do it. I ooh, about about two weeks ago, they were coming against God's ministry, and they were coming against a woman of God. And I tell you, I sent him a word, and he said, touch not my prophet, prophet or prophetess, and don't touch my anointing. And I guarantee you, about two days later, because they didn't receive the word, they was in a place they didn't thought they were going to be. Because they wouldn't take their mouth out of God, anointed one, the one that he had chosen to do work, because they don't believe that that person is chosen by God. So they rose up against them. They rose up against that person. I want to tell you, don't do it. Don't do it if you don't believe. Just if you don't believe, just the best thing to do is to walk away. 
Because you don't have to you don't you don't have to follow Jesus if you don't want to. You don't have to follow this ministry. You don't have to follow no ministry. You got the right to choose who and what you believe in. If you don't believe it, walk away from it and go find what you believe in. Because you have a choice. Every one of us have a choice. Who we gonna serve? Who we gonna believe in? What God we gonna serve? So if you don't believe in Jesus, because this ministry right here is about a man named Jesus, and it's about His Holy Word, because He came in the volume of the book. And you don't have to follow this ministry. If you don't believe in this ministry, don't follow it. You can get to stepping, because this ministry is all about Jesus and about His work and who He is. He is a mighty king, and he's a mighty, mighty Lord, and he's my Lord. And he is the God of my salvation, and I believe in a man named Jesus. But if you don't believe in a man named Jesus, and you don't want to hear his word, then this ministry ain't for you, because I'm all about a man named Jesus. So I want to encourage you, such not God's anointed and do his pocket no harm. Don't believe it, walk away. You know, when we look at Jesus' ministry, and then you look in the ministry, you just see how how Jesus had, you know, he had many followers. He had many people, but everybody that was following Jesus did not want what Jesus had. Many people were following his ministry. He always had the Sadducees and the Pharisees, which were the religious leader, that followed in ministry because they were trying to see what what Jesus was doing, when he was doing, what he was doing it on the Sabbath day, what he doing. You know, you're not supposed to do this on the Sabbath day. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to be healing on the Sabbath. Always had a complaint because they didn't believe. And you're going to always have people that won't believe in your ministry. They, they just won't believe. And it will be family. It will be family. I, I, I know a lot of people, a lot of times we want our family to believe, but like I heard one powerful man of God say one time, your family may not never believe in your ministry. What you going to do if you're up preaching the word and you're in a place and nobody say amen? Do you got to preach that somebody got to say amen every time you say something? What if they don't say number, sit up there and hold your hand? Because some of them, that's what they come from. They come up there to be a distraction, to throw you off. And then if they know oh, you don't want to do nothing because you don't have nobody to say amen or hallelujah, what if they don't say that? Are you not going to do the work? Because nobody say amen. We got to do the work even if they don't believe. If nobody said amen, if nobody said hallelujah, we still got to do the work. Even if they don't believe, they didn't believe Jesus. Yes, they will reject your ministry. And yes, they will talk about you and your ministry. They'll talk about you now. But you got to believe God and know that if God is calling you, God himself will put you before great men. He will establish your ministry. And if you are a prophet, you keep doing the work of God. You keep doing the work. Don't stop doing the work. Because what you do for God and what you prophesy, what you preach, it will come to pass. It will come to pass. And they, whoever your days are, will know that there have been a prophet among them. They will know that you're a prophet. They don't know it. You ain't got you ain't, you ain't got to go around trying to prove it to them either. And you ain't got to go try to prove it to your ministry. They God do it. Whether they or whether they hear you or whether they forbear, they won't listen. Or whether they are a rebellious house and rebelled against you. They will know that thou art a prophet of God sent among them. You got to let God do the work. 
That's why Jesus, when he he was so marvelled at the unbelief, he, he was so marvelled. He couldn't do many miracles in the town because they just wouldn't believe in his work and his ministry. And they saw it because they were, they were following him. They were following. They were following, but they didn't believe. They didn't believe in his ministry. They didn't receive the message. They didn't accept him. They didn't accept the message. And they did not believe that he was sent by God because they still said, is this not the carpenter's son? Is this not Mary's son? Is not his family right here in our community? wouldn't believe. So I want to encourage you today. Keep doing the work. Keep doing the work. Because it is in our own country, our own hometown, our own neighborhood, our own kinfolk, and in our own house, they won't believe. But you keep doing the work. And you might have to leave them behind. Sometimes, sometimes you got to let them go. I had to let a whole lot of them go. I had to be real with y'all. I had to let a lot of people go. And they were very close to me. Some of them I'd known 30, 40 years, known all my life. I had to let them go. But they wouldn't believe in my ministry. They wouldn't believe who God had called me to be. They wouldn't believe. They wouldn't believe in the work. They wouldn't support the work. You know, just foolishness. I got a made-up mind. What about you? Do you have a made-up mind to do the work even if they don't believe? If they won't believe, do you have a made-up mind to do the work of God for his glory? Do you have a mind that is made up to serve God? They may call you a lying prophet. That don't mean you want They may call you a false prophet. They may call you a false evangelist, pastor, teacher. And they, and they will say they can't preach. <laughs> we got to get it right, y'all. They won't believe. But God knows who he has chosen. And his servants he has chosen that he has anointed to do the work of ministry. So just don't worry about it. Don't worry about what they say or what they do. And they will do some crazy stuff. And they will come against you. They'll try to prove you wrong. They'll try to set you up. They'll, they'll bring questions to you about the Bible to see you know the answer. Don't worry about none of that. Because at the end of the day, they still won't believe. Amen. To God be the glory. They won't believe. If they didn't believe who Jesus was and he was the son of God, we know that they won't believe in us. So we just got to keep doing the work, whether they say amen or not or hallelujah or not. We got to keep doing the work of God's ministry, amen, to God be the glory, amen. I want to do the invitation to Christ. If you are not saved, you will say this prayer with me. Father, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that Jesus is Lord. I believe that he lived, died, and rose again just for me. I believe that he shed his blood for me. His body was broken for me that I might be made whole. I repent of my sin with a godless sorrow. I sin, and I turn away from sin in Jesus' name. Come, Lord, into my heart and into my life and be my Lord and Savior in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you said that prayer and you honestly repent of your sin, we believe that you are saved. We want to welcome you to the body of Christ. I want you to hit me up there on Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Amen. And let me know that you have given your life to Christ. Amen. Because we want to discipleship you. Amen. We want you to get everything that Jesus died for you to have. We want you to come to know him. Amen. We want you to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, the Lord. Amen. So we want to encourage you to inbox me there on Facebook. Amen. And you can follow me there on Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministries. Amen. 
BOT announcement. We do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Prophetess Martha Williams, Pathetic Corner Ministries. Amen. We want to encourage you to get connected to the woman of God. She is a prophetess. Amen. A very powerful prophet of God. Amen. When she speak a word, it's gonna to come to pass. So you gotta get it right, get it right. We want to get you. We want you to get it right. Get up on some true promise. Amen. Amen. We want to encourage you to connect to the woman of God, and you can connect with her there on Facebook. Prophetess Martha Williams or Martha Williams. You can inbox her there, and she will get back with you. You can also follow her there on Block Talk Radio as well. Amen. So you can. Getting um, messages reminding you of her service every Sunday. Amen. Very powerful woman of God, a true, true prophet of God. I want to encourage you to get connected to her ministry. Amen. Uh, Voice of Truth comes on the air live at 6.30, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. We are what they call the hour of power. So on Sunday, you get two hours of power with Pathetic Corner and Voice of Truth. Amen. So we want to encourage you to get connected to these ministries. Amen. To hear a word from the Lord. Amen. So we want to encourage you to do that. On Tuesday night, we have one word from the Lord with my pastor, Pastor Joseph Ryle and Apostle Yvonne Ryle. Amen. True leaders. Leaders of the God on heart. I love those two people. Amen. I love y'all. I know they're listening. Amen. But we want to encourage you to get connected to their ministry. And the one word from the Lord is their radio ministry, and they're on the air at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Tuesday night, and they come with a powerful word. Amen. And I thank God for giving them to me because, Nobody believed in this ministry, and this ministry would not be if it had not been for God giving them to me as leaders, and I'm so ever grateful for them because it would not be a voice of truth today because nobody believed in the um, ministry, and nobody believed that I was called. But these two people, they saw the best in me. (laughs) They saw the best with me. When nobody else saw it, they saw it. Amen. So I ask God to bless them richly. But if you need a mentor, a coach, you need marriage counseling, you need financial advice, whatever you're needing, you need a leader, uh, you can't find nobody to help you, nobody won't believe in your ministry, your ministry being rejected, you're trying to do ministry on your own, I would encourage you not to do that. I would encourage you to connect with them there on Facebook, Pastor Joseph Ryle and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Ryle there on Facebook, and they will get back with you. Just leave them a contact number. I tell you, they will help you. They will help you through. They will help you um, make sure you're in the right lane with your ministry where you won't be doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing. They can give you garlic counsel in your marriage. They've been married for 37 years. Uh, and they've been doing ministry for over 20-some years. So I, I want to encourage you to get connected to them because, like I said earlier, I got to give them the flowers while they yet live. And I know that there will not be a voice of truth without them. So, like I said, I thank God for them every day so back in, so into me. And I pray that God will so back into them all that they put out to all of the people that are up under their leadership. So I want to encourage you to get connected with them. And I guarantee you, if you get connected to them, your life is going to change. And the only reason why it don't change is if you don't want it to change. But if you come up under their ministry and you're obedient and you honor them as the leaders that God has called them to be, your life will sure to change. On when. Wednesday night we have for you Faith Come by Hearing Ministry. It's on the air live at 7 o'clock p.m. with Evangelist and Elder Bertha Askew. She always comes with a powerful word of God. She's a very powerful woman of God. I want to encourage you to get connected to her ministry, and you can follow her there on Facebook. Evangelist Bertha Askews, and you can also inbox her there if you have any questions, you need prayer, 
or you want to talk to the elder, amen, you can uh, inbox her there on Facebook and she'll get back with you. But we want to encourage you to get connected to all the ministries up on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministry. We do want to ask you to become a partner with this ministry for an hour. For an offering of $25 or more, you can become a partner, and you'll receive different perks, and they will pray for your family. They will lift you up in prayer. Amen. They love the people that are up under them, and they want the best for their people that's up under their leadership. Amen. I've never seen anything like it. But I want to encourage you to come and, and, and be a part of this ministry, amen. Be a part, and you can be a, you can give a one-time offering, you can give a weekly offering. Um, if you're being fed by these ministries, I want to encourage you to sow your tithe and your offering in this ministry. And you want you want your tithes and offering to be sold on good ground, and these are good ground, amen. You, you, I'm, I kid you not, your life was truly, truly changed. So I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to do that today. Uh, as I said earlier, that Voice of Truth will be celebrating 10 years of ministry next Sunday, and we will be on the air live at 6.30 p.m. And Eastern Standard Time. So we're going to have a celebration going on, amen, 10 years of ministry, of doing the work of ministry for God. It wasn't easy. It's not easy, but it is worth it. So we just thank God for the opportunity to serve him, just to be a servant, amen. So we want to encourage you to lock that in on your phone and be a part of what God is going to do with this ministry, amen. We just give this ministry to God. We just thank God for this ministry, amen. To God be all of the glory. If you have not purchased my ebook, The Heart Reflection, we want to encourage you to, to do that, and we're going to get up out of here. And we pray that you will have a blessed week in the Lord, and no matter what come your way, you know that God is with you. He's in the midst of you, so you can't win you can't lose, as Apostle would say. You are always win, 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 no matter what. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. Be blessed. Know that we love you. Be safe and know that God is with you. We love you. Meet you here next week at the same place at the same time. You're on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God loves you, and we love you too.